0: listening to Voices of IFES, where we speak with people from around the IFES Fellowship about all things student ministry.
1: Hello and welcome to Voices of IFES. I'm Maëva and today I'm joined by Julia Tilford.
0: Hello Julia. Hi. How are you? Yeah, well, thank you. It's great to be here.
1: Yeah. So, Julia is in the UK, but normally she lives in Portugal. Um, and I thought, oh, that would be nice to have her around and have a little interview with her. Um, so, thank you for coming. It was very cool. Yeah, no pleasure. Um, so, I don't really know Julia. I know her husband that is going to work with her um, in, with GBU Portugal. Um, so,
0: can you tell me a little bit about you and introduce yourself? Sure. Uh, I did music at university um, and there I got involved with the Christian Union. Absolutely loved it. Um, so then I actually did Relay, the program um, with UCCF in the UK, um, with the music college in London. Um, and then after a bit more training and work experience, I went off um, to work with the Christian Union in Portugal. So GBU. Wow, that's crazy. And why, why Portugal? Um, and yeah, how did you end up there? Um, well I saw the job advert, um, there's especially lots of female students in Queenborough, the city I'm in, um, so there's a, a gospel need to go um, and I always loved the idea of um, visiting another culture and learning a new language and the adventure that would come with all of that. So I visited and then afterwards applied for the job and went there a few, moved there a few months later
1: wow so did you know portuguese before because i i met uh, loads of people recently that want to go on mission but they don't know any language and you know it's a bit scary if you haven't learned the language before mm. so what happened how did you learn it
0: yeah so i did a bit by um listening i did probably about 100 hours just on my commute um for a few months before just an hour a day i um, just listening to portuguese and replying to the prompts that they gave me on the lessons Pimsler, if you're interested okay. um and, yeah, I was able to do basic conversation when I uh, arrived in Portugal. And then, yeah, we did lots of lessons and had lots of conversations with very patient Brazilians and Portuguese people. Um, they helped improve my language skills a lot. Wow. So for how long have you been in Portugal? Two years. Oh, wow. OK, cool. And what's your
1: role with DBU? Um, what do you do exactly?
0: Yeah, so I do lots of Bible studies. Um really seeking uh, whether that's one-on-one or in small group settings to learn together more about our God um, and his plans for us and how we can worship and love him and obey him in all that we do and how that impacts our mission as well um, to the university um, as we seek to share Jesus and share the gospel with students. Yeah also I've been writing Bible studies with another staff worker which we then send off to students all over the country so that they can learn more about Jesus through the Bible as well hopefully with the questions we've used um helping them a bit on their way wow that's awesome yeah do you have like so do you have any co-workers or are you on your own yeah no so i'm really grateful uh, to be working with one or two other staff workers um in the city and then there's probably three or four others around the country
1: okay So can you tell me a little bit about the Christian context in Portugal?
0: Mm. So it's um, sort of probably a bit post-Catholic. So our um, grandparent age would probably mainly identify as Catholic. The student age population would probably be about half and half um, Catholic, agnostic, and atheist being the other half, I guess. Probably... In, for both of those categories it would be what they've fallen into rather than what they've necessarily thought and considered about carefully so I think actually when people there are obviously that's there's lots of people who aren't at all interested in Jesus but I think lots of people haven't really considered who he is before and so if they meet someone friendly who actually takes Jesus seriously then they are interested to find out why they why they believe that Jesus is so important and what that might mean for, for them too.
1: Okay.
0: And how is the culture
1: different compared
0: to um, in England? Good question. It's probably more uh, relational, so it's a bit more influenced by the hot climate culture. So people would probably be a bit later. They wouldn't be quite as on time for meetings, and then also they would love to chat, so keep keep going after the study. Even in Portugal, we also did a bit of first contact work on the street, giving out flyers and sweets um, to sort of broaden the number of people who we could share our events week with, our mission week. I suppose, yes, because um, the Portuguese are so um, family orientated, it means that they don't have many friends. Even the students probably would on average have one or two um, people who they actually know outside of their family who would be a proper friend. Um, so I guess that makes the the mission field feels a bit more naturally limited, which um, has has its challenges. I don't want to stop their allegiance to their family. I think that's a wonderful and beautiful thing. But I would also be trying to encourage the students to be more outgoing and befriend a wider uh, range of students so that they, their life can be enriched, but also so that more people can hear about Jesus mm. through them. Thank you for
1: sharing those stuff. Um, I think it's very interesting to hear about like all those culture shock everywhere in the in in the world. And mm. even more, it's very interesting because even within Europe, there's very in depending on every country, there's very different cultures. Um, so yeah, and we were talking a bit before, and I was very surprised to hear, um, yeah, how Portugal is different. I've never been to Portugal, so I don't really know anything about it. Mm. <laughs> So can you share with me um, a testimony that you have from your time in Portugal?
0: Yeah. So um, there was a a girl who just when lockdown started, um, actually started watching um, a church on YouTube and also uh, coming along to the GBU Queenborough meetings online. Her father is really anti. Christian things, so she wasn't allowed to, or she makes sure she d- never says Jesus or anything when she's on a um, on a call. She basically doesn't say anything, but she she was very interested in Christianity. Like probably one of our most regular members, um, really um, committed to finding more about Jesus. And over the course of the last year or so, she's gradually discovered more and more about him and put her faith and trust in Jesus um, as um, as a Christian. Uh, living um, according with Jesus' ways um, so it's been really wonderful to see her come to faith and how um, she really wants to grow she's been um, reading the bible every day and chatting with her aunt about um, any questions she has um, and her growth um, and hunger for the word is really inspiring oh wow that's very cool also Julia's
1: husband is here with us Joni hi Johnny. hi Maiva <laughs> Um, so you're going to start working with DBU in a few weeks. How are you feeling about it? Um, because it's a very new thing for you.
2: Hmm. Thanks. Um, thanks for having me on. Um, (laughs) yeah. How am I feeling about it? It's, it'll be a big change. I've just been uh, living the last two years in Belgium, getting to know um, a church there, a church family over there in French, learning French. Uh, hanging out with Belgians all the time, and now I'm sort of moving on and going to Portugal. Uh, new culture, new church family, new language. Um, so I am excited, but it'll bring certainly new challenges at the same time. Um, but looking forward to it also. Uh, looking forward to working with the GBU and um, seeing what uh, fun things we'll get up to with students who really want to tell their uh, classmates about about Jesus.
1: And uh, has Julia been preparing you for for this? <laughs>
2: um yeah she has i suppose um well she's been telling me about the culture giving me little lessons in what portuguese people are all about or say we've been chatting a little bit in in portuguese with we've been back in the uk for the summer for a month or say a bit longer um and having some chats here and there in portuguese so i won't be completely lost hopefully when we go back to to portugal uh very soon
1: cool mm. well yeah, you hear that. And if you think that you can't learn a language, they're both learning this language at <laughs> a very late age. No, it's not late, late age. age. <laughs> 25. <laughs> <laughs> but because usually we learn a language quite yeah, young. That's true. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, they're very brave. So don't be discouraged to think it's too late. It's never too late. Mm. Um, cool. Well, thank you, Johnny. Thank um, you. Going back to Julia, how do we say your name in Portuguese?
0: Julia Tilford. <laughs> Oh, Tilford Ottilfurd, wow. Julia.
1: Okay, cool. Me, I struggle. Loads of English people can't say my name, so I oh. just give up. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Can you tell me a little bit about your plan for next year? Yeah. Um, so hoping to um, keep keep going, really, and encouraging um, Christian unions in a few different cities to uh, read the Bible together, to grow um, in their love um, and knowledge of Jesus. And think about how they can share the gospel with their friends and with the wider student population as well. Yeah, I guess we're hoping to come back to Portugal long term, uh, maybe after a bit more training in London. Um, so we'll also be seeking to um, get to know the culture and language really well and uh, be visiting um, different people to see who we might be able to work with long term. Oh, That's good. Yeah.
1: So can you tell me a little bit about how we can support you in prayer or... Uh, maybe financially, or
0: um,
1: if you need more hands, um, tell me mm-hmm. a little bit. Yeah,
0: thank you so much. Um, yeah, we'd love we'd love prayer for um, God to um, bring more and more people to Him in Portugal, um, and that He would grow, be growing the the church in maturity too. That they would be learning where in the Bible they can turn to in different situations. What it means to know God closely through suffering, through joys as well, that they would be trusting trusting in Him wholeheartedly, and that, that and that I guess also that the church growth would be mainly led by Portu, Portuguese um, people. Um, there's quite a lot of um, Brazilian missionaries who come over, um, and the Portuguese don't necessarily welcome the Brazilians with open arms so that sometimes causes a bit of cultural tension Mm -hmm. um so yeah it would be really wonderful there are a few people we Portuguese people we know um who are um, keen to be leading um in the Christian world in the next few years so yeah pray that they would come through and that there'll be um, many more people to follow them and in the following generation as well. If you would like to support GBU Portugal um, financially, you'd be very welcome. Uh, We have a website and there um, you could give towards specific staff workers who are the Portuguese national staff workers are um, normally a bit short on money. Um, So that would be very gratefully received. They do excellent work. I could wholeheartedly recommend each and every one of them. Yeah, if you would like to um, come and help out um, either for a year on the Interaction Programme, that would be wonderful. There's a German girl actually coming to Queenborough for a year or two who we're excited to serve alongside. Or if you wanted to come just for a week and help out with the Mission Week or something like that, that would be wonderful. Okay. Yeah. Please feel free to be in touch.
1: So if you want to support GBU Portugal, I will put the link. You can find the link in the description of um, your platform where you're listening that. And if you want to email them, I'm sure you can find all the email on the website. Yeah. Um, and I will put the email as well. So if you feel like you want to support them in any ways, just do it. They're amazing. And um, they really need support um, from everyone. And thank you. You're doing a really great job. And it's very encouraging to hear that. Um, so, yeah. Yeah.
0: It's great to be here with you guys on Voices of Ify's today. Thank you so much for having us.
1: Oh, we're delighted to have you. And yeah, it's very cool. Um, And yeah, guys, just follow them and look what they're doing. It's very cool. Um, Well, I wish you well. And uh, we're going to pray for you guys. um, And I hope that this year will go
0: well. Bye. Thank you. Bye. Thanks Thanks for listening to Voices of Ife. Follow us on your favourite podcast platform to hear more interviews like this one today. If you want to hear stories of how students are transforming their campuses around the world, subscribe to PrayerLine, our weekly newsletter with inspiring stories to help you pray for student movements. You can go to ife'sworld.org to subscribe or follow us on Instagram and Facebook to listen to stories in audio form.